You're listening to the Nomcast, a proud member of Forgotten Entertainment. Hello and welcome to the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at NomcastPod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me at JokesOnDrew. All right, today's show is a little bit of a curveball for this time of year, I admit. Most people talk about Christmas movies in December, naturally. Some even like to talk about Christmas in July, sure. But yes, here at the Nomcast, we will be talking Christmas in the dog days of August. That's right. This episode is our Netflixmas 2020 preview, and my guest today should come as no shock to my listeners as I have brought back podcaster Chad Davis of Did I Pod That, a Family Matters podcast, and comedian Mega Harrison, who were both with me for our Netflix Christmas movies episode back in December. And Chad was also with me for our first Christmas movie episode back in 2018 for The Christmas Chronicles. So I was so happy we could bring them both back for this one. We have several movies that we're going to preview for you today with names like Dolly Parton, John Favreau, Forrest Whitaker, and Santa himself, Kurt Russell, all in the mix. But first, I urge you to check out Chad's Family Matters Recap Podcast, Did I Pod That?, on Apple Podcasts. There are a few episodes already released, and I am on the first two, so be sure to listen to those when you can. They are a lot of fun, uh, especially if you're a child of the 80s and 90s, just like I am. Uh, The Urkel craze still confounds me to this day, but it was cool to look back at a classic show like that, so check that out. Also, please follow our comedian guest, Mega Harrison, on Twitter, at MegaHarriso. No end on the end of that handle. She is currently back on stage doing social distance outdoor shows, so please follow her now so you don't miss any of her upcoming show announcements. And as always, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, The Nomcast, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. All right, let's get to it. Here it is, our preview of the Netflix Christmas movies set to come out in 2020. Give a listen. All right, on the line, it's a Christmas miracle, everybody. Uh, We got two of the awesome people who came through and did our holiday. We'll just call it Christmas because there's no other fucking holiday celebrated uh, in movie form on Netflix that I'm aware of, or at least in the original form. Uh, But our Christmas movie episode that we did back in December, two excellent, funny people that I've worked with over the years that I'm glad to have come back, even though it's August. I know this is weird, but we're going to do this. I am so happy to introduce and welcome back Mega Harrison. How are you? Comedian extraordinaire. How are you? I'm great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm great. And I'm oh. professional. <laughs> and everything is normal now. Nothing unusual has happened in recent months. Nope. I, uh, nothing unusual. I feel wonderful at the top of my game. Everything's perfect. Yep. 2020 slam dunk. No issues. Just cl- smooth sailing all the way through. Uh, it's like th- there's nothing... <laughs> Nothing except the net, as they say. That's right. In the the slam dunk terms. <laughs> That's right. Of course, she's our resident hoops analyst as well, everybody. Oh, nice. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> but also welcoming back uh, podcaster Chad Davis, who's been on many times. How are you, sir? Good to see you. What's going on? Uh, nothing. I know you are kid Christmas around here, so we couldn't do this without you. Uh, glad to have you back. Uh, and I know... We even uh, discussed, you know, off air, like this kind of came through organically between the group here. I know I uh, I spoke to you, I think at one point about maybe doing like a Christmas in July thing. And here we are in yeah. August, of course, because uh, why do things normal? Now, like even yeah. Christmas in July is not a normal thing, but like it somehow is more normal <laughs> to at least do it because it's the halfway point ish yeah uh so there's that um because why not have one more holiday in the in the calendar 
Uh, and then, you know, I know I uh, talked to Travis Holyfield, who was also on the, the Christmas episode. And, you know, I had him on for the old guard and we happened to be talking. I was like, you know, it's been batted around to do a Christmas, uh, you know, in, in the summertime, Christmas in July episode. And he's like, yeah, but except we should do it in August because fuck Christmas in July. We should do Christmas <laughs> in August. And here we are. We're making it happen. I'm very happy. And I know I reached out to you guys. and You seem very enthused uh, to make this happen. So I appreciate you guys coming back on. Now, I know I sent over a bunch of movies, uh, a list of stuff that's going to come out this year. Did I, I mean, we did three very unique movies last year uh you know yeah. it kind of ran the gamut we did animation we did teen romance uh you know we had adult romance uh with uh fucking time travel uh so oh, yeah. it, it was all we literally ran the gamut or or so i thought until i saw what we have in store <laughs> for us this year and it, it it this is the gamut this is all of it you got a you got probably like the the Netflix equivalent of a Christmas blockbuster uh in one respect. You got uh a short uh you know there's a few shorts actually that Netflix is doing around where they got you know stuff that kind of harkens back to the claymation stuff that we watched uh, when we were kids. And then you got you know like a bunch of musicals in here like uh, including uh we'll get to Dolly Parton in a minute. Like uh, Oh yeah. It's it's insanity. When I sent you the list, did did it really like blow your mind, or is this just hey, this is what Netflix does at Christmas? Chad, uh, we'll start with you. I mean, I think this is what Christmas does every year. I mean, Christmas brings out a lot of different kind of movies for Christmas. I mean, you got uh, you you can watch a horror Christmas movie. I mean, it's fair. Yeah, I mean, Christmas is just uh, a great time for movies. So. Yeah, and I mean, uh, at this point, between Netflix, Lifetime, and Hallmark, I'm like, I always am amazed that we have more ideas to to spread. It feels like, you know, even if they retread, it's like nobody cares, Uh, and and you know, and and the fact that they don't retread constantly is a marvel because everybody's just cranking out, you know, twenty, thirty new movies in a month. It's insane. Uh, Netflix isn't at that rate, but Jesus, this is insane. Mega, what did you feel when you looked at the list? Okay, so when I first looked at the list, I just locked on to the Dolly one, and I mostly focused on that. But then right. when I looked at the full list, I, okay, it's not normal. Like, things are strange. Things are strange. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get down and dirty in it. We, you know, it's a lot to look forward to. That's exciting. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't say that I was like, "Yep, more of the, <laughs> more of the same." More of the same. <laughs> yeah, especially when the list I say, and we can just jump right in. I mean, the first thing at the top of the list is Alien Christmas. So, like, we're already diving in to. We didn't have sci-fi up to this point for the Christmas bingo board. Uh, if you want to get that going on, uh, you know, sci-fi was not on my list. But what I found interesting about this one, uh, for, for the people who obviously don't know, this is why you're here, Alien Christmas is a short uh, in the spirit of kind of like the old Rankin-Bass holiday specials, the stop-motion movies that we grew up with, uh, where it finds a race of kleptomaniac aliens trying to steal the Earth's gravity in order to nab everything on the planet. The fate of the Earth depends on Santa, his elves, the spirit of Christmas and a gen- yes. and a generous small alien name Z. Ugh. Wow, that is a lot. It is. Uh, it's based on a book uh, written by uh, the Shadow Brothers. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, it's a 2015 picture book by them. Uh, they are also very interesting people because they are best known for creating uh, the killer clowns from outer space. Uh, and their animation stuff includes also Team America World Police, which I love. Love it. Awesome puppetry there. Uh, Elf, 
which uh, you know ties wow. into our other man here, John Favreau, which we'll get to in a minute, and Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which I can only assume means they made Large Marge, and I love mm-hmm. them for that. So, with all that said, uh, they've also worked with Tim Burton on a different uh, short film before, so they've done the short film route. There's a lot to dive in here. Mega, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you think of this in terms of a premise and and the inclusion of people like John Favreau, which I absolutely love? And like, what tickles your fancy here? And and does the animation style really bring out the Christmas spirit in you? Because I know it would for me. Animation, yes, for sure. But I'm going to latch on to some things. First of all, when I read this synopsis, I I don't know how I misread kleptomaniac as nymphomaniac. And I was like, <laughs> yes! Um, but kleptomaniac's fine, too. Any type of maniac. And then you also, you named the alien. You said his name was, or her, their name was Z. But it's it says X. I don't know if you know a, a, oh, a, a you know pronunciation. What? I, I might have had that as uh, X exclamation point, which I do, and I couldn't read it from here. I thought it was X. <laughs> oh. Thank, Thank you for uh, doing that. Apparently, I was no. so excited I kept the exclamation point. This is what is important. Okay, so here's what I'm seeing when I when I read the synopsis. Okay, there's a world and we're being saved by, you know, all these saviors. There's Santa, there's a big fat man. Right. And then there's a, a small alien named X. Does that remind you of another high point Scrabble letter? I don't play Scrabble, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't play Scrabble often myself, <laughs> so you have to fill us in. Like um, Q? Oh, ah. uh, okay. Yeah, I think this is QAnon propaganda. <laughs> I'm not interested. I mean, I'm interested in the sense that I'm interested in all conspiracies. Right. Like, I'm interested in, like, spooky ghost stories. But I would have you know, never. This is propaganda. This is propaganda. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, I, I would think that a lot of people would have picked up on the Xmas, like taking the Christ out of Christmas uh, kind of stuff as a sign. But of course, they named the alien X so everyone can calm the fuck down and know that that is not the case in, in this one. Uh, Christmas is still Christmas in this film. This is a you know, full on Christmas special. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I'm into a lot of the elements here. What do you think, Chad? What's your take on this one? Oh, I'm 100% in. <laughs> take my money. Uh, I've read the book. You uh, have? The book, yes. Uh, my, I actually was looking for it. I believe I gave it to my nephew, though, and I don't Aww. know where it is. Uh, so I went on right before we came on here, and I actually reordered it from Amazon. Oh, that's hilarious. So I do have a copy coming in the mail. Uh, so so what did you think of the book, though? The book is awesome. It, I mean, if you ever see the cover of the book, it's like this little cute little alien like uh, peeping from out the chimney. Yeah, I, I saw the cover art. Yeah, because they're using it right now as kind of like the the placeholder for the movie itself. So yeah, I saw it. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if if it's anything like the book, you guys are gonna love this movie. Awesome, because it has everything in it that you're gonna want from it. So I highly recommend reading the book if you if you can get your hands on it. Yeah, I'm all in for this. I, awesome. I love stop motion. I've never seen killer clowns from out of space. Really? Uh, nah. That's uh, that'll keep you up at night. That's that's one from my youth that scared the daylights out of me and made me never want to see a clown ever in my life. So that was yeah. uh, they are basically like, you know, bl- bloodied th- you know, maniac clowns from outer space. It's Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Nuts. The the title the, is everything. <laughs> yeah, I knew I knew what the basis of the movie was. I've never seen it. It's never It wasn't in my wheelhouse when it I mean, it came out, what, what, in the 80s, probably? Absolutely. Yeah, so I was very young at that point. Uh, so yeah. that was not on my list of... Uh, so was I. We're, we're the same age, buddy, but uh, I watched crazy-ass movies since I was a little kid. Uh, I know, uh, I think uh, a couple podcast episodes ago, I mentioned how uh, I went to a birthday party uh, where the main attraction was watching Sleepaway Camp uh, Sleepaway Camp Two, um, so good. yeah, those that series is great. Uh, but again, murder—you know, 
uh, you know, one of the slasher films of the eighties, but I watched it when I was probably eight, maybe less. Yeah. Uh, so, cause my, it was my neighbor who is three years older than me, his birthday party and I was along for the ride. And so, you know, I, that was normal. I used to read the Fangoria guide and just order stuff to watch, you know, all the time. So, uh, horror was not lost on me since I was probably five, six years old. I remember watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was that age. So, Chad, you know what this this uh, the book is about? Yep. Is it gory? Does it get gory? No, it's definitely kids. It's 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 a kids okay. book. I mean, yeah. it doesn't. It's, that makes it's, sense. It's actually the the little alien is really cute. Like he just he's like doesn't know what's going on. He pretty much he the basis of the the whole thing is like he goes to he finds Santa's workshop and he mistakes it as a weapon. A weaponry like they're building weapons there and stuff that's what oh he thinks. wow he thinks that's what's going on right so uh yeah it's a it's a cool little book i mean i i, I was excited when i saw it on the list because i didn't know it was you know getting made or anything so right yeah i think uh i think we're gonna like this one something not on uh the list but uh they say it's coming out during christmas as well so i don't know if it's gonna actually have a christmas slant that's why i didn't include it uh if you're a fan of wallace and gromit or sean the sheep uh those that type of animation that company the people who make those movies are actually making a short film called robin robin that's going to come to netflix as well uh for christmas time so i don't know i tried to read up on as much as i could to see if it did have a christmas tie that's why they're putting it out for christmas um but i didn't find anything but i am still wildly excited about that because i love wallace and gromit too uh so count me in uh and i uh, just you know sean the sheep i've never watched it but i love the i love the gifs that I can throw about the with Sean the Sheep on Twitter anytime I can. So uh, I'm all for it. Uh, but we'll move on from this one because I think we're all very excited for that one. So we can't wait for that. Uh, the next one I have on the list, I'll start with Mega on this one because she, she was all about the Dolly Parton. Uh, Christmas on the Square uh, is a Dolly Parton musical that will be coming to Netflix for Christmas time. Uh, the story follows Gina, whose father owns a small town. That's right, the town, not like a small town shop, the town. Uh, after he passes, she has to return to get things in order. She has a lot of bad memories and a sort of trauma related to the town. So sh- she decides that she wants to sell it. And three days before Christmas, she starts handing out eviction notices. <laughs> uh, it's described as equal parts. It's a wonderful life and a Christmas carol. Uh, and Dolly Parton herself will be in the film playing an angel and composing 12 original songs for the film as well. So, Mega, we'll start with you. What's your relationship to Dolly Parton? Why are you so excited about this one? You know, I love Dolly Parton's music. Uh everybody can relate to it. Like it's Dolly Parton, somebody and her reach uh, is so in her, uh, the the length of her career is such that she's just able to reach so many people uh, for such a long time. And, but at the same time, sometimes she makes these movies and things that are, they're, they're sentimental and they're kind of, um, they're these cheesy. They're in the in the lane of like, uh, you know, like Heartstrings on Netflix as well. Right. They're these kind of like a, a cheesy type of movies, but at the same time, you're still crying at the end. Like you're still <laughs> connected. Yeah. Like everything's like kind of pretty black and white, and like it. But you're still uh, you're still connected in those ways. But but really, it comes down to just her legacy and her music. And how she's kind of been able to connect with so many people for so long and done good for communities. She, you know, through a decades-long career of being basically apolitical, not involving herself with any politics, she recently came out uh, in support of Black Lives Matter, right. like in kind of a the most kind of um, uh, in in not like the most direct way, but. Uh, Still, it was she came out in support of that, and that's been a big that's been a big thing. And then 
so but it's so it's just she's she's fucking dolly parton she sorry yeah. for the cursing I don't know. no i've been swearing this whole but, time oh, <laughs> well, like she's just a legend and uh she's made this music that has that just like uh, relates to so many people for for over so many different cultures over so many different like uh over so many different decades and uh so it's just she's a legend but at the same time some of these movies are just they're not they're just kind of well anyway let's just get into it so like this movie for sure like that description of it so like you go through it it's that description it's so dire like right that that um that scenario yeah, I, I agree. And I agree with everything you said. Like, I think she's incredible. I enjoy her music. Uh, she, oh, we, one of the first episodes we did on this podcast was for the movie Dumplin', which basically was, you know, kind of this, you know, movie that honored her uh, in a way where the, it was the, the young teenage girls who were infatuated with their, her music uh, from youth all the way up until the present of the movie. And there's a lot of original songs on there. Plus they go through like her whole classic song list and everything else. Uh, So that movie, you know, for me, not loving a lot of kind of like young teen romance stuff uh, in general, uh, Dumplin' I actually thought was pretty enjoyable. And I think part of that is because Dolly's music uh, is so good. And it's such a big part of that film. Uh, She also, like you said, she's done a lot of movies. Uh, where she's done the Christmas movie thing. She's done, uh, like, I think either Hallmark uh, or Lifetime or both uh, before, uh, and most recently, too. Uh, So she definitely is no rookie of any of this. So hopefully her experience in all these things mean that the film will be well-crafted. Yeah, so there was Code of Many Colors based on her song, Code of Many Colors, which was a Christmas movie. Okay. And then... um, a follow-up film, Christmas of Many Colors. Uh, <laughs> of course. And I know, yeah. And then, uh, and uh, but all of it, like a lot of that stuff, it's produced in a way that is a little bit, it's in the same like production value. It's not an insult because I love it. Um, no, I hear it, you, yeah. The same level as like uh, the same type of thing as like a Lifetime movie or like a, those types of movies, but it's, yeah, um, Mega, you're in a safe space. You like, no, yeah. nobody's got to be insulted, especially yeah. that. Or I mean, like, you know, space I know. Right now. I know. yeah, I mean, they crank out it's, so many of these movies. They can't be the highest yeah. of quality for all of them. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. Like, so it's like the expectation with this and like some of the, the people involved in it, it's you, you kind of know what you're looking you're getting so it's kind of black and white in a lot of ways too like how how everything like there are true conflicts like they they there's trauma that happened in this town so this some trauma happened to this girl it could be anything like and like you're thinking like (laughs) oh but it's like a sweet movie it's probably just like you know like she was bullied no i'm telling you like the way these movies are it's like it could be anything but they'll still kind of soften it like that's the amazing thing like it it could be the most extreme of trauma like she could have been murdered and she's just coming back as a ghost to evict everybody my guess is true twist uh, my guess is she was probably bullied or something i'm sure it's probably something not as dramatic as the word trauma will have maybe be (laughs) related to but i i i can't see it being that harsh although you know uh, saying bad memories is one thing trauma that sounds bad like I don't know if they're you know we're talking parents died in a car crash kind of level or you know I don't know how it would make the town bad overall but we'll see it's something it's intriguing it's intriguing it's exciting it brings us in like she's going she's going back and then she's gonna evict everybody right before Christmas. <laughs> like I know. like um, that's crazy. And the funny thing, so Dolly usually writes or like she does things that are about things that actually happened in her own life. So True. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, did this did Dolly Parton do this? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> did think she, she own did. her own town? <laughs> no, I mean Dollywood. Is, maybe they closed down Dollywood. So it's like early <laughs> 
yeah she's like you're out of here (laughs) this is why i I opened this town just so i could close it like early in dolly's career she did a lot of songs that were like real like a really upsetting like murder ballad on the murder ballad tradition oh Um, okay um, so like maybe maybe she's going back to the those vaults like maybe like, we've been like going from like the we've been going from like all the hits like I will always love you and Jolene and then sure. she's like R- what if in this music I keep going so dark with all my takes on all these movies but what if she's going back to her dark dark roots of murder ballads sure and this is a revenge musical. <laughs> fantasy film and then it's kind of like it's like a it's mixed with heart of dixie where it's like a woman coming back to and then they come to a town no but yeah, i know that's not gonna happen she goes to the town this is what actually happened she goes to the town she's like mm, 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 i hate this town i'm gonna evict everybody and right. then there are like some hot guys there, and then she's like, oh, "I found love." Oh yeah, no, this is, this has kind of like Christmas Carol meets Sweet Home Alabama written all over it, where it's like, you know, oh, I hated growing up here. I hate everything about it. I just want to get out of here. And then they, you know, she falls in love with something with the town or related no, to that, yeah. or or how it's if it's Christmas Carol. I don't know if they're aiming to just make her a Scrooge character. And then she has to be like redeemed. But the the common thread between the two they mentioned, It's a Wonderful Life and uh, Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. uh, is kind of being visited by spirits in a way. Uh, so I wonder if that's... <laughs> One of them is I mean, Dolly. And, and Dolly's an angel in it. So, you know, yeah. she's going to be the, the angel in that one. Chad, what did you think about uh, this one? Did you, you know, have any <laughs> long <laughs> uh, thoughts of where the plot can go, or, or how do you, where do you stand on Dolly? What, how, what do you think on that? So, I got a quick question first for Andrew and Mega, I guess. Sure. Uh, did you guys ever go to like uh, opening night at a movie theater, like at midnight? You know, the movie comes out at midnight. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to go to the movie theater. You wait in line because you, no online ticketing or anything like that back then. Yeah. Totally. This nowadays Netflix releases a movie at midnight. It's a little bit different, but I'm gonna be sitting in front of my TV <laughs> waiting for this movie to drop on Netflix that night. Yeah, you should set up like a midnight Netflix uh, watch party for it. Oh, dude, I'm all, I'm all in. I'm in. Yeah, as many people <laughs> as we can get because yeah, it's a Christmas movie for one. I'm automatically in. Sure. The so Dolly Parton is part of it automatically in right 12 original songs by dolly parton yeah ah. where do you guys where do you guys stand on the the christmas music like what's your go-to during the year is there anything that like from christmas movies that you play during the christmas holiday all of them all so like is there anything in particular that evokes for you like to me wham, wham is probably my favorite christmas song there you go. Which <laughs> last Christmas was a uh, great song. What? Well, which was a movie last Christmas. So yeah, no, yeah. and that was a good movie too. If you had never seen it, I haven't. Uh, I, it, was, I, it was a good movie. Once uh, it got kind of spoiled as to what the plot line was, I kind of pumped the brakes and figured I'd see it later. Um, yeah, but I definitely recommend it. Yeah. But I mean, even for like, you know, when I think of like Home Alone, I think of like rocking around the Christmas tree yeah. or something like that. Like there's always like a movie that evokes something, but like the originals from the movie itself, I can't think of anything off the top oh, of Oh, Holly Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, that's fair. That's a good comp. Hands down. Uh, yeah. Right off the top of his head. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, he's I mean, Kid Christmas. We we did this. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we bring him along. Uh, we do this to get that kind of stuff here so so yeah so you're all in on this one. Oh, dude i'm all in yeah i'm the only thing I'm, I'm mad about and i was upset about when i was reading what was going on with this movie was and how great would this be you gotta add molly cyrus to this Maybe yeah put her on a couple songs more country uh, i would say because uh mary jane haskell's in here which i guess she was a part of the last christmas dolly parton movie too yeah. uh that she was in so i that's good for their you know, group, I guess, if you follow around the Dolly verse uh, long, you get to like kind of add to the flavor there. But to me, uh, you know, yeah, I want to see, 
you know, is why is Blake Shelton not in this? Why is, uh, you know, like throw in some more big country names or even the older country, put a Willie Nelson as an angel. Do that for me, Netflix. You got the budgets. Let's do this thing. Let's do it right. Um, I quickly yeah, I, go big. Yeah, I quickly, pretty much. I quickly checked to see who was in this movie, like the, the cast list. And the first four right off the bat, like uh, Christine Baranski. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. I love her from uh, from Big Bang Theory. A lot of people know her from Big Bang Theory. But uh, she was also in Chicago, Mamma Mia, uh, one of my favorite musicals, Into the Woods. Uh, so she has a musical background. And then on top of that, yeah. Jennifer Lewis, who is pretty much, I think she was Dawn, like uh, America's sweetheart at one point. Oh, uh, really? She, uh, yeah, she's the mom from Blackish. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's and right. she has been uh, on Broadway and has uh, had a pretty good career on Broadway. So um, I, th- I, th- I think I'm going to like this one a lot because uh, I just I, I like musicals too. So, you, you know, it's a Christmas musical. It's great. Anyway. Where do you fall with the musicals? Like, are you a fan of musicals in general? Or is it like you're like, oh, well, it's Dolly. So I'll do that. No, I love musicals. I love it. I love. So it used to be like musicals have become kind of like in fashion recently like in in the recent like past several years with Hamilton or with La La Land and all that and I like musicals are in again but like when I was growing up it was kind of like oh this is such an artificial way of demonstrating your emotions right but that's also what makes it so real because it's like the way that we demonstrate our our emotions regularly isn't enough and so right. it, it's like what I, I, the way that it's, I'm allowed to demonstrate them is enough. And I need, what I really need to do is to have an entire song and a dance to demonstrate <laughs> how I really feel about this. So it's of more, course. it's more natural sometimes, even though it's like supernatural and it's like in a, it's a, and it's like a extreme state. It's more uh, of a demonstration of, of how people are feeling and like, it really tells stories in an amazing way that I really do love. I really do love it. Yeah. Uh, and listen, you know, if, if, like you said, go big. Uh, and this is Netflix version of going big. And they have multiple musicals coming through. Like I said, uh, you know, we got this one here is heavy music. Uh, the next movie we're going to talk about uh, is also a musical for the Christmas time. Plus, Ryan Murphy uh, is doing The Prom, the uh, adaptation of the Broadway musical for December for Netflix as well. So there's there's a lot going on here. So, you know, it's going to be a very song and dance December. So everybody buckle up if you're a Netflix fan. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much looking forward to The Prom. And and if we're going to cover these, I'm going to be dancing in the aisles the whole time um and the and by the aisles i mean i guess my half done basement uh so <laughs> but moving on like i said we have another musical here uh this one is called jingle jangle uh which is uh directed by david e talbert uh who did el camino christmas for netflix previously he's also the writer of almost christmas first sunday and baggage claim uh, it's produced by uh, musician John Legend and his mm. partner Mike Jackson, who was also part of the production team for La La Land. So wow. a lot of people who know what they're doing when it comes to Christmas and or musicals. Uh, this one is in the gloriously vibrant town of Cobbletown. Yeah, mm. that is such a Christmas thing right there. <laughs> Legendary toy maker. That's right. Legendary. Yeah. I'm going to mess this up. Geronicus Jangles, played by Forrest Whitaker, his fanciful inventions burst with whimsy and wonder. But when his trusted apprentice, played by Keegan-Michael Key, steals his most prized creation, it's up to his equally bright and inventive granddaughter, Madeline Mills, and a long-forgotten invention to heal old wounds and reawaken the magic within. Uh, Like I said, this is a musical. Uh, the cast is Forrest Whitaker, Madeline Mills, Keegan Michael Key, and what used to be to me like America's mom in Felicia Rashad from The Cosby Show when I was growing up. So, well, big cast. Uh, you know, it's a it's an all black cast, 
all black direction production team. This is a, uh, you know, a wonderful all-star uh, top to bottom here. So Chad, we'll start with you. What did you think about this one when I sent this one over? So yeah, of course I'm going to be in because it's a Christmas movie and it's going to be a musical. <laughs> it's going to have music in it. Sure. Uh, but what got me on the train was uh, seeing that you Bonneville is going to be in it. You Bonneville. Uh, he's from downtown Abbey, right? Yeah, downtown Abbey, but more importantly, Paddington. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that guy. Um, I, he's been in other things that I've liked too, and um, I'm all in for him being the uh, the token white guy in this movie. It's like, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. It's not one of the ones that I'm most excited about on this list. Sure. But I mean, uh, with Mike Jackson, um, La La Jan- La La Land is is one of my favorite movies of all time. Awesome. Uh, so I'm excited for that uh, to see what he does with this. But and John Legend, obviously, John Legend is a legend. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I'm so glad I mean, his name is that. Otherwise, it'd be very yeah. awkward. <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna get a John Legend song in this movie. I can't imagine why he wouldn't. I mean, he's done. Yeah. It- they did what uh jesus christ superstar together for nbc or something yeah. like that where they did like the live musical stuff too so they're they're definitely steeped in all the elements that should make this good uh whether the the script is there or not we'll see but you know they they netflix snatched this one up real fast to try to get this one made so anything that seems a little big a little you know out of the ordinary but fits the netflix bill uh i'm all for it and cobbled cobbleton how can you not love cobbleton uh you know that is the one of the best christmas town names i've heard in quite some time what do you think mega about this one jingle jangle is the name of the drug from the show uh river (laughs) riverdale Oh, is that? Oh, that's true. I remember when I Googled it, uh, it kept coming up Jingle Jangle Riverdale. And I was like, what is this? I don't watch Riverdale. It's the drugs. And I think, I don't know. I think it's like heroin. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. But <laughs> Jingle Jangle or something. So it has different meanings. Um, that, that's really all I wrote about this. Like, I, I, I'll watch it too. Like, all I wrote was like Jingle jangle like riverdale drugs but um but, but yeah maybe, maybe it's, it's made of tinsel sometime maybe they od on tinsel or something in this town maybe we can uh all get behind a good drug message <laughs> maybe that's the invention maybe they get a really good strain yeah. of whatever the drug is they just they're very ambiguous about the the invention that's made here so maybe it makes drugs probably not all i care about <laughs> like there's the 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 magic the magic within yeah, that's all I care about. The turn. All I want to hear is magic and musical, and I'm in. Like that's all it takes. Yeah, between Cobbleton, Toy Maker, Magic Within, you know, and and some kind of like backstabbing uh, within it. I'm I'm for it, and then the music and everything else, and we'll, we'll take it. I, 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 I don't know, like, uh, you know, Keegan-Michael Key, I, I love watching him in anything, too. Yeah, like, exactly. he's always yeah. entertaining, so I'll take him as well. Uh, so we'll, mo- we'll move on to uh, one that, when I read this description... <laughs> You're going to say I, the same thing I'm going to say, probably. Well, I immediately was like, this is the one that Chad's going to pick for a little week. Oh, this. Or this oh, is what no. I'm going to pick for Chad, because it's so outlandish and like silly that it's like this is the type of that that movie uh that comes around christmas time where this is just weird enough to be a in a christmas vein christmas movie vein uh this one is operation christmas drop which uh of course is the christmas equivalent to operation dumbo drop i imagine uh or (laughs) could see why they would take the same title version is beyond me but uh it's about a congressional aide and a u.s air force captain who lock horns when she has to shut down the base where he lives uh it's got alexander ludwig uh from vikings on history channel i know and Mm -hmm. kat graham which i don't know her as much does anyone know where she's from chad possibly maine (laughs) <laughs> okay uh no <laughs> no 
Cat Cat Graham, and that's what I latched on to. Like, there's very little to go on with this one. Yeah. And she has the same name as somebody I grew up with and I went to high school with. Yeah, we acted in plays. Like, congratulations. Why didn't she put this on Facebook if she was going to be on this? (laughs) Like, congrats. Congrats, Cat. I thought she worked at Walmart. God. Wait, you legit know Cat Graham? I know a Cat Graham. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. Nothing personal, but I think based on the age, I don't know if that lines up, so I'm going to go with no. Um, but <laughs> I'd be 30? pleasantly surprised. She's 30 years old. Well, if you remember from, we were pleasantly, well, weirdly surprised, I guess, that Mega doesn't age whatsoever. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, that she is older than I am, I believe. So, you know, oh. mega is aging more gracefully than anyone I know. So I don't think Kat Graham is in that category. Uh, she is just, because she's too young. Oh I know. God. I'm sorry. I was trying to do it as gently as possible, I but like, I should have oh, just, she must be too old. But then... <laughs> <laughs> You know, the spinster mega that we put on this podcast every now and then. <laughs> I'm the spinster mega oh that's so nice i i mean i like that i like that moniker (laughs) so of course we know this movie is going to be like a rom-com that they're locking horns because they're soon going to probably lock lips so that's how this is going to get down uh so yeah you like that i just got that on the spot yeah that should be on the count uh the the poster it should be so (laughs) I'm looking forward to how trashy this one is going to be. I have no hope that this is going to be legitimately entertaining, except for, you know, the fact that I can have a few beers and go, God damn, I'm going to love to make a podcast episode with this one. Uh, Because, you know, uh, the ones we're lining up here, unless they change the schedule or unless something gets pushed back or whatever, this is what we're probably going to be working with guys. So when we end up, joining up again in december you know this is uh the the pickings that we're going to be going through so let's hope so, they're good for our sake <laughs> so so with this one it pissed me off a little bit because you mentioned earlier i saw the title right and i'm like oh man dougie doug and ray Liotta <laughs> is coming back to yeah. save fucking christmas hell yeah no they're yeah. not even no it's such a disappointment that i, I know I, I'm going to refuse to watch this one. I'm going to sit this one out. Of <laughs> how, how long ago is Operation Whoa. Dumbo Drop now? Is that mid-90s? 19, I'm going to say 1998. That's possible. I think it was a little too past my, like... 95. My, I just I just brought it up. 95. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Nice. It was 25 yeah. years ago, so that's fine. That's a normal... Yeah, I was cheater, super cheater excited. brand. Yeah. Well, when I, was the last time... We were thirteen. Chad, I think we're the same age. We're like thirteen, so you know, ish. Yeah, I'm thirteen. Yeah, in ninety five. Oh, I thought you meant now. I was like, what? (laughs) Yes, Chad. (laughs) I always bring minors on my podcast (laughs) and allow them to drink openly on Zoom. You like a monster? (laughs) What is wrong with you? Yeah. All right, so yeah, moving on. <laughs> we have the crown jewel last, guys. We're yeah. wrapping this one up. Uh, if this still goes on, I know COVID interrupted the... I think it's still categorized as filming on IMDb, so I hope that this still... They were filming this as early as a year ago, so I'm hoping that that's wrapped up and it's just outdated in terms of the notes that I saw, but... The Christmas Chronicles 2, the sequel to The Christmas Chronicles. Again, one of the first episodes I did on this podcast was The Christmas Chronicles with Kid Christmas over there, Chad Davis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess. So if anyone wants to catch up, uh, watch The Christmas Chronicles and then totally hop on over to the Nomcast and listen to our review of it. Um, I'm pretty sure it was your number one rated uh, episode so far, right? Uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Maybe at the time. <laughs> what was your first episode? It was episode two or three. Yeah, something like that. Um, so it was, a, it was a killer back then. Uh, maybe not so much now. Um, people listened to it back then. It was, it was a killer one. Exactly, yeah. I was very excited back then. 
but uh, you're, you, if you did watch the original Christmas Chronicles, you're going to see a lot of overlap in terms of they brought a lot of the same people back. Um, the It stars Kurt Russell as Santa, straight from the last one. Uh, Darby Camp and Judah Lewis are back as the two children. Uh, older now, uh, because yeah. as they describe, Kate Pierce, who was a, a pretty young girl in the first one, is now a cynical teenager. Uh, wow. So, uh, if memory serves, uh, Judah Lewis uh, was the, a teenage boy, what driving age, basically, right, or somewhere yeah. close to that in the first yeah. one. So, I think he's going to be used sparingly in this one. If I'm probably reading the movie, uh, the description right, um, and then Goldie Hawn is back, uh, and then they added a few other notable people like Tyree Gibson and Julian Dennison from Deadpool Two uh, yep. will be uh, the actual. Uh, I guess they call him a mysterious troublemaker in in the in the description of the film, uh, but basically he's going to play a character called the Bellsnickel. Uh, so so I guess he's going to be the antagonist in this one. Uh, it's. Uh, the description of the film is Kate Pierce, who is now a cynical teenager, is unexpectedly reunited with Santa Claus when a mysterious troublemaker threatens to cancel Christmas forever. The word cancel uh, bugs me in this description because uh, now cancel only means bad things, uh, you know, disgusting things. So I'm going to hope uh, that word is not used in the modern Twitter vernacular version of cancel uh, and just actually wants to, you know, just get rid of something. Andrew, did you um, have you ever seen The Office? Do you watch The Office? Uh, some, yeah. Right, because uh, Burstnickel is actually in The Office. Oh, is that uh, right? Because Dwight explains it in one of his Christmas episodes. Oh, interesting. And, uh, it's a it's a legit like Dutch folklore. Okay. Uh, Do you so, remember what the 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 crux of the character is? I think that? it's just like he's a, like you said earlier, oh, just like a kind of like a, a sinister kind of. Uh, going around just like terrorizing the town and stuff like that. So, so almost like how, uh, like say Jack Frost or or is it Jack Frost or what? I'm trying to remember like yeah, Jack those Frost old from, like uh, like uh, from Santa Claus is coming to town. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, or like, that's cool. You know, like Heath Heathcliff, Heathcliff, you're no good terrorizing your neighborhood. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they'll have some cool rhyme for the Bellsnickel as well. Yeah, Hopefully. it's the same thing. Yeah, it's all the same thing. It really is. By the way, that kid, that kid is great. Uh, oh, I loved him in Deadpool too. Did you ever see uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, oh my God. I've heard it of it. Such, I've not. Such a great movie. He was in it. And, uh, that, I believe, is a Taika Waititi movie, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, such a great movie. Like, uh, it's pretty much him and this. Uh, he he's adopted by this older couple, and okay. um, him and the uh, the adult man, the older man, uh, <laughs> end up end up in the woods together because they run. They run. He runs away, and that old man's going to find him or whatever. Gotcha. They don't get along at all, right? And uh, so the, basically, the whole movie is about them just arguing back and forth while the cops, while the police are chasing them with helicopters and tanks right. and. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy premise but it's such a great movie and he's well, good I, in it so i expect no less from taika watini so that's yeah. cool uh, yeah. and i know that was critically well received so I'll, yeah. I'll definitely try to get to that one um also coming back for for this film uh in the first film uh it wasn't directed by this person or co-written at all either but it was produced by chris columbus who is an icon especially yeah. considering the <laughs> the films that he's known for one of them being home alone oh, uh for yeah, anyone who's you know into and discovering stuff. america yeah <laughs> yes yeah, true sorry. uh listen <laughs> chris columbus uh definitely needs to like change it to like c columbus or something like or chris <laughs> Chris Columbo or something the way uh, the statues fell uh, recently for Columbus and him getting canceled. Uh, so, Ooh. you know, but or we, sh we should just cancel Christopher Columbus day and keep it Christopher well, Columbus day. 
But instead, but make it about him. I am all about. Yeah, it's about Home Alone. Yeah, if we want to talk about Avengers and babysitting, Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, the first Harry Potter movies, absolutely, I would totally uh, worship at that man. Give him his own statue. Any of those things. Uh, But he's he's back for this one. But he's uh, he's producing again. But he also co-wrote the film and directed this one. Uh, he co-wrote it with Matt Lieberman, who was a co-writer on the first movie, which was his first feature-length film uh, the last time. And since he's kind of blowing up, he's got uh, the Adams Family reboot that just came out, uh, Playing With Fire, which was a John Cena fireman family film, uh, Scoob, <laughs> Free, uh, Free Guy, which is that Ryan Reynolds movie that is yet to come out. Yeah, uh, he's also working on Who's Frame Roger Rabbit two, which I love the first one. So I'm very scared to hear of a sequel this many years later. Especially, you know, is Christopher Lloyd coming? Back? There's so many questions I would have. Uh, and a short circuit reboot, which, uh, considering uh, the first version of that, doesn't hold up as well. Considering it's a white man in brownface uh, doing uh, <laughs> the the, the kind of the lead human character in that film. So they can, they can reboot that if they want. But so mega when, you know, I know uh, that Chad obviously has seen Christmas Chronicles because we did it on the podcast. Did you see the original Christmas Chronicles? No, I'm sorry. I've never seen, I've never seen the original Christmas Chronicles. I'm so disappointed right now. <laughs> I think I... I knew that. I think we brought that up possibly, uh, in the last time we did the the Christmas episode. Um, but what about this one or, or what we've described thus far? Does anything stick out for you? Like that makes you excited to see this one? Do you plan on going back and watching the first one? Yeah. Yeah, actually. So I love Goldie Hawn. I love Kurt Russell. Love those two. Yeah. They're a great couple. Yeah. But something that's something. Okay. It's exciting. But at the same time, this, this, this description is it's creepy to me like they're like oh this this teenager became cynical but she's gonna find joy in this old fat white man (laughs) (laughs) well they're very friendly considering a holdover from the first one so at least it's less creepy but i'm with you now uh teenager uh going back to the well with an old you know chubby white guy you know uh not not the, the the best optic, I guess. Especially when you yeah. add in another troublemaker to uh, try to go yeah. along with the situation. Yeah, I don't think troublemakers in there. Like, just let her... You're supposed to be cynical at that age. Like, nobody needs yeah. to intervene. And it's like, you're supposed to be cynical anyway. And also, right now, <laughs> they're living through a fucking pandemic. Like, yeah, right. they're allowed to be... <laughs> however they want like you don't have to be like yeah your normal teenage depression like for the first time in the the history not the first time in the history but it's valid like please have your teenage depression you are correct there's yes. a pandemic right now. Do what you need to do. By Don't the way. find joy in an old man <laughs> that offers you toys. <laughs> Although it depends what kind of toys the uh, (laughs) we will say, I I, I mean, I saw recently, I just saw an ad for a film, I think, or series potentially on Hulu that already is dealing with love during the coronavirus. So like people are already making Corona stuff. I am. I will. I don't know if shocked will be the word, but I would be very. I would not be surprised if there is a Corona Christmas related film Corona by the Christmas end of the year. Corona Christmas is the perfect name. I Corona know. Christmas. Yeah. The alliteration itself. Yeah. Is It'd a production deal. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, we get some version of that. Uh, I, I Obviously, uh, Netflix hasn't announced. I know there's a lot of uh, issues with filming and everything else. So the odds of that are slim. Uh, but you know, we've been dealing with this for months, you know, if they found a way to go shoot in New Zealand or something that had it under control months ago, you know, we might get a Christmas miracle and get a very (laughs) depressing, uh, (laughs) pandemic Christmas movie to come out. COVID Christmas with original music by Cardi B. (laughs) We just want more C's, more C's. (laughs) 
Mariah Carey and Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a very, I almost said it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, what is, is it WAP or what? I was, I haven't WAP. seen the video Come yet. Come on, okay. dude, it's WAP. Okay, but WAP is also a very derogative term, so I stopped myself before saying it out loud. You can't say that. Yeah. I'm not allowed as just a, a, a white man to probably say that either. So I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bow out. But I was going to say, a Cardi, B, a Cardi B Christmas movie also intrigues me. I don't care oh, if it has yeah. any other connotation with, uh, with <laughs> you know, coronavirus or anything else. We'll see. Um, but getting back to this film, you know, I'm, I'm in, uh, we had, uh, you know, I thought the first one was a little bit corny. We talked about it on the pod, uh, but you know, Kurt Russell's a great Santa and those two were adorable. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, he brings the magic back for this one, you know, and Goldie Hawn is Mrs. Claus too. You know, maybe they expand her role because the first one, she's just a cameo. Yeah. So maybe we'll see a little bit more from her. If you're taking away potentially more of like the other kid, maybe you can add another element and maybe she's it. So we'll see about that. Um, and who knows what Tyrese Gibson's doing? I, I have no idea. Maybe he's going to be, uh, you know, filling in kind of like as the police officer character that was kind of, you know, blended into the last one. I hope they uh, don't the, have it. The, the guy from uh, the new girl, right? Yeah, they had him uh, in the last one. You know, with this one, who knows what he's going to do. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see uh, what's in store for us there. But uh, I'm excited, especially because if Chris Columbus is more heavily involved, my guess it can only get better. I mean, I think a lot of people were kind of like, you know, first time filmmakers on the first one. So hopefully. Maybe with the Tyrese Gibson edition, maybe this is the first like. like too Fast uh, Two Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Too Fast Two Christmas kind of. You know, introduction to the, the to the new series that might be coming out. I would absolutely sign up. And with Cardi B? Oh! Dude, imagine wow. Vin, Vin Diesel as Santa. I, I think we're on to something. I think we I need to sit pitch. on that lap. Yeah. 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 I think we need to pitch that. We should, we, I don't know if I should even release that for air. Uh, I think we should just pocket that and start writing that immediately. Mm-hmm. I think it writes itself. Santa Diesel. Yeah. Too Fast, Too Christmas is my favorite thing to think about right now. A drag racing Christmas movie. You know, maybe, I don't know if we get uh, the higher level of Fast and the Furious stuff where we make it more of a heist or a government conspiracy stuff too. Driving is all we can do now. Like, that's perfect. It's like, driving is all we are allowed to do. All right. Hear me out. A tricked out sleigh? Come on. That's what I'm saying. Hear me out. Santa is already a speedster and already a guy who, you know, is drag racing by himself all this time. What if there's another person trying to enter the Santa sphere and tries to like, you know, race for papers? You know what I mean? Like the guy tries to take his sled, (laughs) you know, like another sled racer takes his wrapping paper or what sleigh. I shouldn't say sled, slay, but like, yeah. So, oh yeah, dude. And then at the at the very end of the movie, when whoever wins, whoever wins this race at the very end, they they decide they're gonna have a rematch, right? Yes. So they line up. This is the last scene of this movie. They line up at the starting line. Yes. Right. Vin Diesel versus Kurt Russell, Santa. Right. Uh huh. Next thing you know, here comes Tim Allen, third <laughs> car coming up to that line. Oh, no. There we go, and now we got a sequel. This is what we deserve. <laughs> you know, when you said that, I almost felt like there should be like a like a into the Spider Verse, into the Santa Verse <laughs> multiverse thing, where all the different Santa yes! like come back in one movie and like Why fight to be the there? ultimate Santa. Yes, that would be so good. You're, or I'm telling all you right now, we should definitely together. sit down. We should yeah. sit down and write this movie. How is this and, not? Yeah. And do a Zoom reading of the movie with, like, other comedians and podcasters and stuff. By the way, I already have a tagline for the uh, Too Fast, uh, t- or Too Fast, Too Christmas movie. Uh, like, where, or, or the last line of the trailer, maybe, where they're at the line ready to race and be like, I'll see you at the finish line. And he says, 
with bells on. Dude, dude we're writing this fucking movie. Dude. I just nailed it. I just nailed it. it I already wrote it. It's done. Done. It's yeah. written. We don't need any other dialogue that is worth a damn. All you it need is itself. to end on that and you're gold. You're done. Maybe get Dolly oh. Parton to write a song or two. We'll just do the whole thing. <laughs> oh, dude. And then Vin Diesel, all he says is Santa is, I am Santa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's just Groot. <laughs> the Santa version of Groot. Awesome. Uh, I'm totally cool. with it. Oh, dude, we uh, gotta man, write this. I know. I, I'm literally taking notes as we go through here. I'll send it to the producer, who is also me. Uh, we'll get this done. Uh, we'll, we'll get this all wrapped up, hopefully by next Christmas. Hopefully we won't be doing the podcast uh, for this. We'll be just celebrating uh, our wonderful triumph as now Christmas movie writers uh, and, and has provided Netflix with so much content they don't know what to do with. Uh, so... This will be amazing. Thank you, guys. You guys have been amazing. This has been so much fun uh, going over these. Can't wait until December now so we can all watch these and meet back up and talk about them in full. Um, this has been so dope. Um, real quick, I, I, I usually I know it's tough uh, this time of year uh, or this time of pandemic uh, to do plugs, but... Um, uh, from what I understand from the two of you, knowing you both a little bit, uh, Mega, you, you've been doing some stand-up, right? Yeah, I've still been doing some stand-up. Uh, Amazing. But I, <laughs> like uh, outdoor shows and some uh, virtual shows. But I don't really have anything coming up. But you can look. Um, there's a, a Dan Brown, a local comedian, has been doing some uh, – cartoons they're called quarantunes nice. so uh you can look up dan brown quarantunes on youtube and find uh, his his uh his cartoons he's drawn of us uh, several uh, uh local comedians including myself oh awesome and, uh see those and that's that's my plug for for today cool uh, that's awesome. And kudos to you for even doing the backyard shows. I know it's kind of like a new venture for people. And, you know, I know, uh, mutual friends of ours, like Brian Bargainer and, and Kate Clancy and, and them doing a great job trying to put stuff on all over Connecticut. So definitely if you're in the Connecticut, you know, kind of yeah. Google around, follow them around, like try to try to see what's going on. There are some outdoor shows that are safe, you know, social distance shows that people are trying to pull off so kudos to you for doing that that's awesome uh and chad i know uh you know it's been bandied about are we getting more episodes of did i pod that yes um we kind of held back a little bit because of what's been going on obviously because we didn't know when we were going to be re- be able to record again so we kind of stopped releasing episodes and we have some in the back catalog uh but we're going to start releasing them uh pretty soon um and then i think we're kind of at the point right now where we can kind of meet up and uh as long as we're uh, socially distancing outside or whatever we're going to probably record some episodes um uh, outside uh you know on a deck or whatever yeah tell uh, the folks what it is man don't uh bury the lead so pretty much it's just uh me and brian quagan uh, another comedian from uh connecticut we sit down and uh watch every episode of family matters and uh we discuss each episode um, with a, uh, a guest and, uh, and I am on the first two released episodes right now, yes, right? You are. You're on episodes one and episode two. Yeah. And I, and I also guessed it on one of your back, uh, catalog episodes as well, I believe. So yeah, uh, you, I guess you guess hosted me and my brother. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, so definitely yeah, uh, we're, we're excited to get that going again and, um, get it out there. Cause our, our main goal is, uh, by the end of uh, this whole uh, project that we're doing, uh, we're hoping to get at least one cast member on an episode. So that would be amazing. Uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think a lot of them are doing much anymore. <laughs> uh, so you know, maybe we can possibly get one of the lower. I don't know about Julia White, but uh, yeah, that's obviously the ultimate. You know, you know, Dude, that would be, yes, that would be a lot. If we ever got that, it would be a live episode. It would be like, yeah, it would be crazy. But uh, my, my, I would think a, a possible gettable person would be like, you know, Wal- the Waldo Geraldo Faldo. 
Yeah, he has a. He actually, I follow him on Instagram, and uh, he's always uh, posting and uh, and stuff like that. And he seems like he answers some of the stuff. So yeah, um, nice. He might be a good get. You know, I, I don't think a lot of the other ones are really doing. Like I said, doing too much either. So you know, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe maybe we we'll wait until we get three seasons in and uh, see where it goes from there. But yeah, that's our end goal is to uh, get a a good cast member on there. Yeah, that would be dope, man. Maybe like a season one finale or something, uh, so, yeah. or see where it goes from there. Because that's back in the day when it was what twenty four episodes for a season. Yeah, I think each season is twenty four, and uh, I think there's like twelve seasons or something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of work, man. They have one of the longest running shows. Uh, I think at the time when they ended, they were possibly the longest running sitcom of all time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when they end, of course ended, we couldn't yeah. we couldn't pick like freaks and geeks or anything. Like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, we had yeah. to pick the one that has thirty two seasons or whatever. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but it's getting it's, it's I think it's going to be easier maybe to get somebody because of what's going on right now with the Zoom Zoom and uh, a lot of people are uh, actually getting acquainted with it and you know, dude, before this COVID thing hit, not a lot of people knew about Zoom. Right. And now everybody's doing it. So you know, yeah, so it's. It's opened up a lot of doors. I mean, if you can find any silver lining in the pandemic, uh, you know, reaching out to a lot of people in different places where maybe you didn't uh, hang out too much before or see people. And now's a, a cool time to to hook up uh, yeah. with people on the, on the Internet and and get some good conversations going and open up some new doors. But thanks, man. I hope that all works all right. out. I look forward to the new episodes. Everybody go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Did I Pod That? and listen to the episodes that are already there. I know Family Matters uh, should still be on Hulu, right? Yeah, uh, still on Hulu, yep. So you can watch along, uh, you know, watch the episode, and then come back and listen to the whole breakdown afterwards uh, with Did I Pod That. So excellent. Thank you guys so much for being on, on this episode, and I look forward to seeing you again in December. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. Thank you.